0: Welcome to episode 140 of the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. I'm Aaron Brightman coming to you on Saturday night, August 19th. Following the second scrimmage of training camp for Rutgers football, head coach Greg Schiano spoke to the media late uh, afternoon, mid-afternoon, I guess you could say, uh, following a four-hour-plus scrimmage. Talked about uh, how he was pleased with how the team handled it. They did a lot of situational stuff, a lot of red zone uh drills and uh plays and things like that. And uh yeah, it went on a very long time. Obviously, they're really in the heart of training camp right now. He talked about uh really just a few more days of training camp stuff before they start focusing on Northwestern, which will uh kick off two weeks from Sunday. Uh, hard to believe uh how close it is. So wanted to just kind of interpret uh some of his comments. And get a better feel. We talked about last week. uh, You know, it's pretty, pretty down. Did not see his body language. Wasn't great. He seemed very frustrated uh, and, you know, had a lot of constructive criticism, which seems uh, very warranted in terms of uh, how he discussed things and, you know, to be expected, I think to some extent in terms of where they were in camp there. Now, a week later, you expect progress. He certainly was more positive but I do think if you read between uh not between the lines, but if, if you if you really listen to what he's saying, you know, the defense obviously he was pleased with, he said it looked better. Um, he said there weren't many explosive plays on offense. I I think in a way, things are a bit hard to gauge right now. How good is the defense? Is the Rutgers offense potentially better than there seems like they're looking? Uh because the defense is that good or is the defense looking better because the Rutgers offense isn't looking that great or isn't that great. So a lot to unpack a lot of unknowns. He did have a lot of nice comments to say about uh, tight end transfer, Sean uh, Bowman from Maine. He seems pretty high on him. Talked about his ability to help in multiple ways. I think he's going to be a big part of the blocking schemes Uh, in the run game. So I think he's going to be out there a lot. And then, uh, listen, his pass-catching ability, if you look at his film, I mean, the way he's able able to catch balls in the middle of the field and and get yards after the catch could be a huge asset for this team. So I I think he's going to prove to be a really good pickup. And uh, Shannon seemed very genuinely positive on him today. And also talked about Aaron Young was positive on him. Obviously, he needs to stay healthy but uh, I do think he'll play a big role. I know he, uh, he he got a lot of action today and um, you know, I've always talked about his potential in the past game uh, out of the backfield. I I do think he'll get some carries this year as well. He just, he needs to get rhythm, you know, he needs to get momentum in terms of playing game after game, after game, his whole career has just been disjointed in terms of injuries and it's been unfortunate. And I, I do like him. And I think, uh, he plays with a certain poise that, that this team needs. So those are two encouraging signs for the offense. He did talk about whims that being improved uh, in terms of his performance and and going through his progressions. He's talking about, you know, really working in the red zone, tighter spaces, you know, um, less time to react and that they were pretty happy with the decision making. Shiano did say overall, you know, with the team, he was pleased with how they handled the whole day, but there would be things on film that they wouldn't like. Um, so, you know, it, it does sound like they're hailing their business uh, in a positive way, but again, it all comes down to execution. We know that. And can Gavin Wimsa execute at a higher level? Uh, well, obviously he has to execute at a higher level than last year, 44% completion rate, but can he execute a high enough level for this offense to take a significant jump? Can the offensive line, Hushiano said they don't have – you know, they don't know the starters yet. And that, that's a reference to the right side of the line, right. With off, uh, with right guard battle between, uh, Kobe SMO and Mike Siafoni, and then uh, right tackle between Tyler Needham and, uh, Kamara, Missouri. Said so they don't have the starters yet. You know, they're hoping to in the next few days, I would say at this point, it's less than ideal that you don't have that. He did kind of turn it and say it was based on, uh, how strong they're competing and not a lack of someone stepping up. Um, But regardless, I think at this point, you'd like to have your five solidified. Uh, They're going to have to make that decision soon because they're going to need reps as a starting five uh, as much as possible. So ideally, you know, I mean, listen, there's a lot of teams that come into training camp with their starting five pretty much solidified and they're getting reps all through camp together. So that's not happening Uh, it's no one's fault. I mean, it is what it is. That's, that's the nature of rebuilding the offensive line. But I think that, um, yeah, a decision has to be made soon. It sounds like it's going to be made this week, but I think, you know, the jury's out, the jury's out in terms of how, how, uh, cohesive the offensive line can be together. I do, you know, really like Ireland Brown at center. And then you have, uh, Curtis Dunlap Jr. moving over to uh, left guard from right guard last year. And then Holland Pierce doing the same from left tackle to right uh, right tackle to left tackle. Excuse me. Uh, so they'll be uh, on the left side defending uh, Wimsat's, uh, protecting Wimzat's blind side. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how it works out. So between the offensive line, between the questions on, on Wimzat, his accuracy, his decision making, uh, his ability to uh, read defenses and, uh, you know, make the right reads. Make the right progressions. Though that's that's all developmental stuff that you know we're waiting to see in terms of his time under offensive coordinator Kirk Shiraka this offseason. That is obviously crucial to his uh making a uh, significant improvement this fall. Um thought wide receivers, was asked about you know the chancellors that came in, Jaquay Jackson and Brantley, and all the freshmen. There's seven freshmen in the mix. Didn't really give him much in terms of an answer. Uh it was reported by uh NJ.com, Pat Lanny, that, you know, uh Ian Strong looked good again. Uh Brian Fonseca wrote about him this week. Uh true freshman uh for New York State and um, you know, has a chance, has a chance to to play a big role in the rece- in the past game this year as a, a true freshman receiver. And uh sounds like he, you know, uh continued that. Progress on Saturday. Um, running back, like I said, you know, uh Aaron Young tight end Bowman looks good. I've heard good things about Langan. I think those two are gonna play a lot. Offensive line, kind of up in the air, especially on the right side. Then you have, you know, obviously Wim's at and uh the receiving core, who's gonna step up? So I mean, listen, there's a lot of questions on offense, there's just a lot, and it could all come together. Uh but it remains to be seen. And I think, you know, Shiano, I, I, th- I thought it was good at his press conference, but I, I, I think that it's obvious if you, if, you, if you pair all that together and you listen to him, you know, they, they, they don't know. They don't know what they're going to get out of the offense yet. And uh, it's understandable, but I think that that leads to the understanding that expectations – need to be tempered, I think, to a degree, honestly. I, I, I don't um, – I, I I think best-case scenario uh, isn't necessarily the most is – is definitely not the most likely scenario just in terms of it all coming together. A lot has to come together for the Rutgers offense to be uh, at a level that this team can win six or more games. Now – The flip side of that, how good is the defense? We don't know. Can they make that leap? Can they be a a disruptive force? Can they uh, force takeaways? Can they create situations that are conducive for the offense to work in short fields, uh, to get them opportunities, to put points on the board that don't require them to go 80 yards and 12 plays uh, on drives? That is going to be a huge key to the season. And, you know, Shiano definitely seems happy with the way the defense is. But again, I don't know if they really know how good the defense is going to be uh, in terms of what they've been going against. You know, it it was reported out there, two sacks and and 40 uh, 40 snaps. It was was something like that with with, with the offensive line that they seem to pass protect better today. But, um, you know, how, how much of that, is going to show up on game day in terms of the offensive line being able to protect, but also the defense, how much havoc can they wreck up front? How, how much can their, uh, you know, secondary create turnovers? Uh, How much can their linebackers uh, be a force in terms of um, just in the run game, you know, preventing big plays, Uh, How are they going to work with the new safeties? There's there's question marks on defense too, and I think the defense is legit good, but can they be legit great? Can the defense win games for Rutgers when the offense is scoring less than twenty points? That is a question you have to ask, and we don't know. We don't know. So, in summary, I think Shiano. You know, I I thought he sounded better. I think he. uh, You know, he seemed uh, a little more. just fluid in how he was talking and i think listen you know the first week plus of camp i mean they were in the they were in the thick of it i think they're they're starting to get through camp now and now they're starting to get towards the season and uh you know he's uh he, he he i thought he sounded a lot better today uh i i think everything has to be uh within context and like i said i'm trying to look at it from a macro level in terms of where he's coming from and where uh you have to understand uh, kind of what expectations should be for this team. He did talk about how there are a lot of leaders on the team. He doesn't know how he's going to do captain jet. And he kind of didn't seem as, as he said, it was almost like not as much of a priority just because there are so many leaders on this team. I had Mayan and Ahana too on the podcast recently. I, I was really impressed with him. He's one of the the, the best leaders on the team. And um, so that that's encouraging, right? That's encouraging. I think it is a mature team you obviously working in some young guys, but you have some older guys. You have some guys that have been with Shano the whole time now. You have some uh, experienced Big Ten players, uh, both returning, you know, and guys they brought in. Flip Dixon, obviously, is someone that should be pretty seamless in terms of his transition. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. There's a long way to go. Uh, I did talk about on Friday the need to have to beat Northwestern. Someone questioned me on that. Uh, You know, listen – you have to beat Northwestern. You just have to, because the the turmoil that comes with losing that game it, it it clouds the whole season. And yes, it's one game technically, and you know you can still win six more. But if you lose a game like that, it's crushing. It's crushing. It would crush your fan base. Uh, the media uh, scrutiny would ramp up. Uh, there would be so many question mark questions, and 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 um, you know just. Uh, on whims at and the offensive line and just so much in terms of this team does not need that heat after one week. They just don't. They need to get through that game. I don't care if they win 14-13. Just win the game and move on and have a chance uh, to go 2-0 and then 3-0. That's what you need. You got to win that game. You lose that game. It's It, it opens the door for things to snowball and it be a disastrous season. And that's just the truth. And I think the urgency of that game should be expressed, and I'm sure it is. It seems I do think that Chiano is is you know is showing urgency, and and obviously you know it's an exciting time going into the season. But I I think they know, and I think they feel it, and I think they want it to be a very important season, and they want to make real strides this season. I think the team believes they can, and that's important. But um, yeah, a lot of question marks. Uh, none of those are going to be answered today. Uh, I do think, you know, nothing really groundbreaking from Shiano, but I think that uh, enough takeaways in in what he said and how he said it uh, that, you know, we know that this team is kind of in that spot of a wait and see what are they going to look like on opening day and what steps can they make on offense and how much better can that defense be this year. Thanks for listening and watching the Scarlet Faithful Podcast once again.